0: Hello everybody and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by
1: Chapter podcast for Children of Dune. I am your host, Will. And I am Steve. And I'll tell you, I'm feeling a lot better today because that is how depression works. There's ups and downs. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) And I always come out burning like a phoenix. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say with you sometimes.
0: We've done this a long time. We've done this a long time. and You all know. Yeah. I, a big struggle for us behind the scenes is that I never know what kind of Steve I'm going to get.
1: Well, this is the real thing, right? That maybe you don't even know, <laughs> the listeners probably don't know either. But it, you, Will, you, mm-hmm. you actually don't know me at all. He doesn't. I really, don't. He doesn't I really don't. know me, right? I, to him, I'm the, I'm a disembodied voice that comes out of his computer on a daily basis. Sometimes berates him. Sometimes says like I'm a spicy bean. You know. Sometimes we you know we have fun, right? Yes. But what am I doing Sometimes. the other 23 hours of the day? A lot of time, I'm not having fun. But a lot of time, I am having fun in my own, in my own ways, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, all sorts of ways. Like, I caught three mice in my house today. Bet you didn't know that. Three. Two in one trap. Two in one trap. Wow, what'd you do with them?
0: Release well, I'm re- them
1: back into the wild? I release them back into the wild. I'm helping them build their own habitat in the alleyway. Well, that's, that's, just, that's just charity work right there. You should get a medal. Well, you know, there's lots of different views. I just tell a lot of people about this and they're like, why aren't you chopping the heads off these mice and killing them? And it's just like, I just don't want to deal with the cleanup. Right. I would rather, I like freeing them out on their own. I got Wait, two people in one trap today. people ask you why you're not doing that?
0: What a lot kind of people are you hanging out
1: with? You know, well, again, you don't know the type of people I'm hanging out with, but these type of people that I'm hanging out with, either there's, there's, they either they want to kill a mouse, right? Or they want to keep that mouse in their pocket and keep the mouse on them at all times. These are the type of people. There's no in between here. <laughs> Today we're here to talk about chapter Nine of the children of dune.
0: Children of dune chapter nine. uh this chapter here i I actually I loved so before we get into it, Steve, you got a job to do.
1: We all know what it is. Whew. Where, where was it here? I had it and now I don't have it anymore um, it's co- it, here it is it's it
0: it's is. called chopping Heads Off Mice by the Princess Erolon.
1: It is commonly reported. My dear Gerard, that there exists a great natural virtue in the melange experience. Perhaps this is true. There remain within me, however, profound doubts that every use of melange always brings virtue. Me seems that certain persons (laughs) have corrupted the use of melange in defiance of God. In the words of Ekumenon, They have disfigured the soul. They skim the surface of melange and believe, thereby to attain grace. They deride their fellows. Do great harm to godliness, and they distort the meaning of this abundant gift maliciously. Surely a mutilation beyond the power of a man to restore. To be truly at one with the virtue of the spice, uncorrupted in all ways, full of goodly honor, a man must permit his deeds and his words to agree. When your actions describe a system of evil consequences, you should be judged by those consequences and not by your explanations. It is thus that we should judge, Muad'Dib. The pedant hearsay, 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 The pedant hearsay. I don't know what that is. Heresy. The pedant heresy. <laughs> I should have known that because <laughs> I've seen The Exorcist three. Harris, Harris, no, and that's called the Heretic. That's a horrible movie, isn't it? Ex- Exorcist. I don't 2? know. I think it's Exorcist two. Look. Look, I've seen only Exorcist one. That's all you need. Have you seen? Well, I guess you haven't seen the new one then. No, nope, I've yeah. not. I've heard some conflicting things. I did too, actually.
0: Yeah, I heard yeah. a few people that were really down with it, and a few people. You, you know what? You know what's weird about it is that I heard people were, who are not horror fans be really big fans of the new movie and people who are horror fans were
1: like, Pfft. yeah, I don't think that's a good thing, especially because it's a horror movie and a sequel to one of the greatest horror movies of all time. You're right. I'll tell you what though. I watched uh five nights at Freddy's movie. That was a movie.
0: Where do you find uh, this? And again, this leads back to like, I don't know you at all. <laughs> Where do you find this time? I'm up all night. I watched saw X pretty good. Wow. Oh wow, pretty good Okay, well Well, we'll save that for the, our next Halloween episode Alright, so this introduction here I feel like I was Look, I feel like I, I was at a party once And I've listened to a guy say this At a party To like <laughs> three different people And everybody's just like Everybody's waiting for this to end You know, and you know the guy we're talking about here He's got like, a, he's got a fedora got Well what's hair. he
1: saying here, right? Is he talking about wanting to murder twins and take over and, Or like, is he trying to sick laser tigers on people? he's he what he's saying here is that we shouldn't listen to the man
0: man well he's using, you know he's using drugs not the right way he's got to respect the drugs stop man. talking
1: stop talking like that i don't i don't appreciate that i feel like that's a personal attack against me against tyler against nathan against pretty much everyone in your inner circle and you're setting yourself apart by using this voice were these people at the par- was the person at the party me no, I don't think you and I I don't think you and I have been to a party together in like three years. I don't like well, I don't think for again, I don't think you've been to a party in like three years. And by Last party we mean inside a of a house. Panic attack. And 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 look, six, eight people, it's not a party. All right. And if you're yeah, all you sitting around carving pumpkins and there's plus. children there, it's not a party. Okay. That's yeah, a I'm... that's a pumpkin patch. That's <laughs> a That's a pumpkin patch. <laughs> that's a pumpkin patch. That's not a party. That's a pumpkin patch. But essentially, this
0: guy is just going like, "Look, he he disfigured the way we use melange. Muad'Dib disfigured the way we use melange. He desecrated it. It's supposed to be this holy substance, and Muad'Dib is that's that's what I'm getting from it. It's well, like Muad'Dib. This is this is what a lot of people feel
1: about about mushrooms and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like it's like mushrooms. Like you, psilocybin, right? You can use it, and it's been used traditionally throughout history as a, as this um." As this psychedelic gateway to meditation and to spiritual enlightenment and this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know. And now you have people taking it in, like, you know, going to watch a Tron movie. And it's like, I mean, well, That's you know, great stuff. <laughs> you know, that's... Full disclosure, I watched Tron a few weeks ago. Anyone who listens to all my podcasts has definitely heard an, heard an increase in Tron references. <laughs> <laughs> So it's probably like which Tron, the first one or the new one? The first one, I mean, the Neutron. What was the Neutron Legacy? Yeah, Tron Legacy. Yeah, I mean, I should go back and watch it. I want
0: you to guess, I want you to guess right now which one I haven't seen because I haven't seen one.
1: No, there's no way it's the first one, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah nailed it. Of course, it's the first <laughs> one. You've only seen Tron Legacy, of course, you have.
0: I liked it, I liked Tron Legacy, I thought it was cool. It had
1: Daft Punk in there. It's just like Tron. Around. Like, going, I, like, bo, like beep,
0: beep, beep, I will
1: say, that was a really good Daft Punk impersonation. Thank you. That was I a helmet, too. like Tron, but I don't think I actually like Tron the more I think about it. I think that's the opinion everybody has about Tron. Light cycles? I mean, just a motorcycle that makes a little light wall inside a computer? It's not how computers work. Exactly. Watch a Canadian animated series from the 90s, Reboot, to truly find out what goes on inside of computers. I don't want to talk about Reboot. I have way too much
0: music based on Reboot. Reboot! <laughs> all right, so let's dive into the meat and potatoes of this uh, chapter here. And this all takes place around, our, I think, our first introduction of this character named Princess Wincentia. Princess. Wincentia. Wincentia.
1: Wincentia. Which is a funky name. I wonder how when, Frankie H, when H came C- up when with that. C- C- when when C- Ciciya, and Let's she's, and she's talking minutes. to a guy named Tiarak. Technic, technic,
0: technic, technic, technic. She's talking to Tech Tech, You know, sweet little skateboards you used to play with when you were <sighs> used in grade three.
1: Tech decks it's are cool, playbook. and it's just, inexplicable. like, have you ever seen someone who's good with a tech deck, like, really good with the tech deck, and you're just like, How? They're all 30 years old. Well, no, <laughs> they've all switched over to become professional magicians. It's a different thing, <laughs> right? because it's all sleight of hand, still. It's like a kickflip on a, on a tech deck. It's the same of pulling a rabbit out of your pants. Right. Well. An, actu- mm. an actual rabbit. I'm not talking mm. about some weird. That is a jump. In the industry,
0: they might say an ollie. They might even say correct? a hard flip. Heart. flip nolly yeah tech deck everybody so we're (laughs) gonna call that guy Tech. i like uh so princess vincencia i don't know if you knew this and this is something we should probably cover on sounds like she was a furniture
1: company come to vincencia oh finest love seats couches personal recliners anything that you want to sit your tush on yeah yeah i regret this whole bit but it does sound like like some bullshit company Tech deck, okay, but but sorry, are these two? Are these two part of the Carino family? They are. Oh, hey! In fact, oh, hey, Princess deck. Princess Vincencia is
0: uh, Princess Irulan's sister.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I heard yeah, James yeah. Gandolfini is going to play her in the movie. <laughs> CGI CGI version, of course. Yeah, of course. They will de-age him a little bit, and he'll be like the fucking gobblegull. That's pretty good. The pecola, the gabagool. Say, say, uh, say, uh, you have no idea what it's like being being at the top.
0: You have no idea what. Oh, hold right, on, make yourself out of more lost breath.
1: It. You gotta make yourself like way more winded, and you gotta <laughs> add way more fuckings.
0: You have no idea. Ah, I can't do it. Nope, I lost it already.
1: Yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm
0: gonna cut all that out. So I don't know if you know this, and this is something we should probably cover on the podcast at some point. Is that Princess Vicentia was played by America's sweetheart Susan Susan Sarandon in the Children of Dune
1: miniseries. Excuse me? There's a Children of Dune miniseries? There is. What, how, why have we never spoken about this before? We
0: definitely. have definitely spoken about it plenty of times. I've, t- I've spoken it to you. I've spoken it about it around you. That's I've been untrue. in separate conversations... With you kind of tertiarily involved in the conversation. No. And just no. and then you do this, and then you do exactly that. Every time I do,
1: no. do this, then you do this. You say no, you scream at me, you get mad. I'm not mad. I'm just saying it's like I've talked about we've talked about the Dune miniseries that there was a Dune series, but live action like but I didn't know there was a children of Dune one from two thousand three. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah. James McAvoy plays Leto, little baby oh, Leto. Yeah, we have talked about this. <laughs> 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 i thought jace mcavoy was in the other one no no he's no, not no, a baby no. he's a full man he's playing a nine-year-old his okay? shirt is off i was looking at him with his shirt off no way he's not still nine, nine years year old? old
0: no way yeah, he is yep, he is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> technically
0: speaking that's a nine-year-old that's a nine-year-old in dune universe all right
1: is that fully cut susan sarandon on the cover of this it is so susan princess Wenchessia is like a big player Yes, she is. Why is she player. not so in? Why is she not in the draft? She is in the draft. She's on my team. What? Wow.
0: <laughs> okay. Wow! 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 Okay. We're not even two weeks into this. It's fine. All right. All right. So, Princess Wincencia, like I said, like you said, she's she's a big deal. So this is our first introduction to Princess Wincentia, and she is kind of, not kind of, she is one of the big bads that our heroes. Leto 2 and Ganema are, are gonna have to face in one way or another. And she seems to be the one that's architecting or, 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 or is that the is that a verb? Is that a real word? Mm,
1: architecting? No. Manufacturing.
0: Architecting? Manufacturing? Plotting. Ah, plotting. She's the one that's plotting meal prepping. This uh she's this meal prepping the
1: demise tiger. of the twins.
0: Yeah, meal prepping the demise. Well, for the tigers, technically speaking, for the tigers. Delays mm. so tigers
1: dinner time. She pulls out a little bell and rings it and the laser tigers come over and rip a man's face off. Delicious. And that's pretty much what happens. <laughs> Except she doesn't ring a bell. She presses a button. She presses a button which is the future version of ringing a bell. Yeah, and the, we don't need bells. I mean, it's so too much work. You gotta go back and forth, back and forth, ding dong, ding dong. You just press one button and then a tiger, as I said, will come rip someone's face off. Exactly. So,
0: I forgot where I was with this. So, this is kind of like her Dr. Evil like introduction.
1: Well, you you look, you're really playing her up. You're really selling her to me as an evil villain, but this is the first time I'm seeing her and I don't know if I I mean, I guess she is portrayed as evil here. She she has a tiger's kill a man. She's mm-hmm. talking about her plans to to erase the twins and and she wants to set up her own son in the <laughs> In power, correct? Yes. Ferdin
0: Ferdin Carino, who's on your team.
1: Ferdin Carino! He's on my team? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. That's the son. That's Wincentsia's son. And he's on my team. I did not know that. Let's fucking go. Let's kill the twins. Let's kill... Wait, are the twins on my team? No, I have the twins. Let's kill the twins. There we go. (laughs) I think he's we can I think we can take a what's her what's her name Gamia Gamori Gamia I think Geneva? we can take yeah we she's she's expendable The only reason I say that is because I know They've, what's coming in Leto's future. I know he's going to be here for a minute. But yeah. like maybe we can kill him and then he turns into a worm or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seems uh we'll see that's, we'll that's see how saying. it goes. That's what I'm saying. We'll see how it goes. Uh what I do want to talk about with this chapter is it's this jumps off what we were talking about yesterday in the way that Frankie H is writing this this book and how things are kind of like jumping backwards and forwards. So, for example, this chapter looks like it's taking place immediately after, like chapter four, or chapter five, maybe chapter six or something like that earlier this week, uh, where well, the we one were where introduced... had the one that had
1: the laser tigers
0: exactly. But then we went off to two different other chapters that was dealing with the Preacher and then dealing with uh, Leto and, uh, and Gurney Jessica. doing finger dancing. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, Gurney and Jessica doing finger dancing. But presumably this is all happening con- concurrently, right? Like Presumably, but I get the feeling... Maybe it's just the way that we're covering the series right now and we're doing it day by day. I feel like more time has passed between these chapters. And then we go back to this, which is like picking up right where the Lay's Tiger chapter left off.
1: Well, I think that's I think that's personal opinion. Right? I, I think this is all concurrently happening. These tigers haven't been out there all day. I mean, they're pretty hungry, but like... Well, they've been out there Structural- all day. They haven't been out there four days.
0: Structurally speaking, though, wouldn't it make sense to... Like, no, they're not. They haven't been there for four... Like, this is clearly going back to that moment that we saw them in the last chapter. So wouldn't structurally it make sense if we had this chapter back-to-back with the Lay's Tiger chapter? Or no, because better these yet, things are happening at the smush- same time smush them in into the same chapter and make a little bit of a longer chapter a little bit more meat to dive into give us us boys more content to talk about because yesterday was or not yesterday two days ago was really tough with the finger
1: dancing there while there was no meat the meat certainly wasn't tough because there was no meat it was all bone it's like a page and a half i mean you could have you could have uh combined that into one of these other chapters bookending it but i think to what you were just saying, the reason why this is done is because it's to show that there are all these separate plot lines that are happening concurrently. So it's like, yeah, we're dealing with the laser tigers, but we got to jump over here for two seconds to see see the sweet Muad'Dib merch for sale. And then we're going to come back and watch a laser tiger d- disempower a man. <laughs> and is the person who is killed by the laser tiger a Sardaukar? Yes, they're like,
0: uh, they're like a sect of the Sardaukar where they have, I think, a little bit more say in what they do. They're not like right. little infantrymen.
1: And I think this is interesting because the Sardaukar have been played up in the first two Dune books as these ultimate uh, killing machines of sorts, right? Very dangerous. Ultimate Very, warriors. Ultimate warriors. <laughs> that's wrestling. Right. Yes. That's for, that's Will's wrestling minute there. Um. And now we see we're introduced to these laser tigers, which are a new thing in book three. And they immediately just rip a Sardaukar to pieces. So, yes, is that that's so I feel like that's what Frankie is doing here is saying, like, here's the new princess with Wisconsin. And she's now got this. She has these tigers that are even more dangerous than Sardaukar. Watch out. She also has Sardaukar. So watch the fuck out. So, do you think the t- tigers
0: are trained in like
1: some sort of like tiger martial art? <laughs> I think so. I want to think so. Tiger MMA, laser tiger UFC. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't understand how she controlled them. She pressed that button, but what does the button do? Are we talking about electromagnetic waves? What I are we know. talking about? Spice. I'm assuming
0: you're. I'm assuming you're. Kind of on it, but it can't be like an AI or anything like that. It can't be a thinking machine.
1: No, because machines are forbidden, right? Is that still machines are forbidden? That's still the way. I mean, now we got grass and stuff growing. Did they do we got Apple computers? No, no, no.
0: This is that is something I think permeates throughout the throughout the Dune world. They don't they don't do thinking
1: machines. They don't do it. Look, I get it. C three PO is annoying as hell. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what really was the the the, <laughs> <laughs> the last nail in the coffin is like a copy of Star Wars survived all the way to ten thousand b be- uh, ten thousand years into the future. Somebody watching it was like,
1: "This is this is shit. This is pain. This is painful." This it's is because painful. it was uh, it's it was the Force Awakens. I know a lot of you like it, but like, let's be real
0: here. All right, let's be real. Okay, let's be real. I'm being real. Let's be re- let's be fucking real. Will. AI is never going to get to that point. We're going to have a little fucking British golden robot going,
1: Oh, sir. All right. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, they could do it now for sure. What are you talking about?
0: This is what what I mean. This is what I mean though. It's like, if we could do that, then it's just going to go even further. And then we're all just going to be in the machine, man. We're all going to be like little pieces of the matrix.
1: Well, I think it's going to be one of those things where, because I, I, I do think it is already possible to make a a version of a C-3PO. It's not going to be 100% cognizant in like the way C-3PO is with a personality and stuff. But you can program a personality and program responses and program it enough with AI that it can complete simple tasks. And then you build a humanoid 3PO golden skeleton around it and it can do stuff. I'm sure it's possible to some extent, right? But it's probably very expensive, uh, very complicated. Not something that just anyone will be able to do, and I think it's very similar to like, like a floating car, right? Like I'm like, I'm sure they could make some form of floating car, flying car at this point. Yeah, I and mean, we have yeah. enough airplanes and shit that I'm sure we could. I don't know if we can have one that that's hovering two feet off the ground, but it, something could be done, right? But. Again, very complicated, a lot of money, and what it comes down to is we can't have people fucking flying or driving around in the skies, crashing into the sides of houses and buildings. And Absolutely we can't not. have C-3PO busting in the important conversations and meetings, disrupting everyone with some dumb, quirky bullshit. And this is why machines are forbidden in the, in the Dune universe. <laughs> and there's no flying cars. And that there's no flying cars. <laughs> They're just <laughs> helicopters that flap. And that's it. And that is a flying car, right? But it's, a, you need, like, it's not like you just go get your license and you can drive it. You got to do a lot more. You got to, like, buy one of those little headsets, right? With yeah. a little microphone that comes over by the mouth. hmm mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need a Yeti mug. They always have a nice Yeti mug for their drinks.
0: <laughs> okay, I, I, we're getting close to the end here. One last thing I do want to talk about is this last interaction that after when Sensia presses the button kills the guy that's on the screen with the tigers. She now tells her buddy. Hold on. Buddy. What do you think
1: was going on with that guy? He's just standing there, right, on guard duty. And he's probably, like, you ever had to, like, you ever had to, like, guard something or, like, stand on, like, some sort of duty or, like, security or someone's, like, watch this? And you just sort of, like, at a certain point, you just zone out, <laughs> right? And you're just standing there. Like, when you work in retail and there's no one in your store and you're just, like, standing there. And you're just zoning out. Like, at who knows what you're thinking about, right? Like you're thinking about, like, Skyrim. Like, you're literally thinking about, your, ca- you're just running around in Skyrim. Or, like, you're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner. And this Sardaukar guard is, he's doing just that. And then he turns around, and there's two lazy tigers that come out, out of nowhere. And just <laughs> rip his face off.
0: I love, like, the little line there that he's, like, he's pressing the button on his controller to see if it works to, like, calm him down and it's not working. He's like, oh, shit. Uh, uh,
1: fuck, on, fuck, off fuck, of- fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't like. I wonder if he has a relationship with these with these tigers, right? Like, oh yeah, you see yeah, these videos like, on YouTube and stuff. It's the guys who like raise a tiger and it's like tigers charging at him, and you're like, "Oh, this tiger's gonna kill him!" And then it like gives him a big hug and licks his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. This, yeah, you think that like the he raised these tigers from birth,
0: and he they were they were, they were like his own his own children. Yeah. and with a press of button, they like ripped
1: it, rip his face off. Little Timothy and little Timothy. Tim Tom, what are you doing? Tim Tom. <laughs> okay. Get back into your point after the laser tiger attack.
0: After the laser tiger attack, when Sensei is talking to tech deck and going like, look, when you get the tigers back, like get the transport over to where the tigers are, get them. When the transport comes back, kill the pilot. And, and, Tech Tech's like, whoa, okay. Do you want me? And he like sarcastically goes like, Well, if we're gonna that be doing that, my, that pilot's my brother. I can't just so, kill him. Don't care. Don't care. You're gonna have to do it. And he's like, Well, then, like, should you? Uh, should I kill myself then? Like, kind of like <laughs> sarcastically. And she's like, If I, if you this, want to, this is crazy to me. If she's like, if I wasn't fully convinced that I know that you would kill yourself for me. I'd then you yes. wouldn't be here in this room. I would have killed you so long ago. I
1: would have made you kill yourself so long ago. Your whole purpose is to kill yourself for me. <laughs> I'm going to start what? this episode off with a trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. You're reading Dune.
0: Yeah, there's some way weirder stuff. Wait until, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so
1: well, there's the, uh, thing, the thing that she says at, at the end in this conversation, where she's talking about like, um, uh, yeah, about how everyone is replaceable, about how the army is about replaceable parts, and that that is the lesson of the Levenbre- breach. Levenbrech, breach the Levenbreck, Levenbreck. Isn't that where our Scottish friends are from, Levenbreck?
0: No, I think Levenbreck is a
1: German word. I stand by fun. what I said. I stand by what I said. Are they German? <laughs> oh, this is fun for us. <laughs> Shout out to the eleven Brex. An army is composed of replaceable parts. Not like a podcast; these parts are irreplaceable. Mm. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got for chapter <laughs> chapter nine. That's
0: it. That's it. I was going through the uh, our list of rules here. I don't think I got any.
1: No, no points. Any points here? It's too bad tigers um, weren't involved in these into the rules in some in some way. Because I like yeah. a tiger.
0: Yeah. I mean, the tigers are a nice touch. That's that's the right amount of weird for Dune, and I can't wait till we get to movie four of the Dune
1: series. It's, when not, we got it's not happening. Laser tigers. Baby. It's not happening. I I got more to to ask and to ponder about tigers about laser tigers and tigers in this world but I'm sure wasn't laser tiger
0: part of Wu-Tang for a bit
1: yeah yeah he was (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was there I saw him last week yeah did he replace ODB for a while thank you for listening to chapter (laughs) 9 go follow us on the internet at chapter by chapter podcast check us out on patreon if you want to hear more of our content we have over 150 episodes on there I think something like that Lots and lots of episodes with more coming out every week um, on all sorts of varying topics of discussion. But it's right insane. now, we are, yeah, it's a lot. It's all over the place. <laughs> if you like our stuff, you like the stuff we make, check out Patreon because there's so much there. And you can get access to it for, I think, like a dollar. I think it's a dollar. It might be $3. It's like, it's not much. Check it it's out. It's not much. Uh, right now, we're currently covering the Mistborn series written by. Brandon Sanderson, so we're doing the same format but over on Patreon with the series Born just on a weekly basis um, and sometimes we take a week off here and there to talk about you know, the new Space Jam movie. Pizza Pops. Thank you for listening and we will be back tomorrow with Chapter 10 of the Children of Dudes.
0: Thank you guys again so much for listening. This podcast is brought to you by the good folks over on our Patreon, our Gouda Grandmasters, our executive producers themselves, Big Cheese Daddy, Nick and Hilder. Thank you guys so much. As always, I hear, you hear this every single day, but without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. really appreciate it and if you guys listening like the show so much you can go over to our patreon the link is there in the description pick a tier and get a weekly bonus podcast featuring steve and i rambling about whatever we want that week thank you guys again we'll see you tomorrow